Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Welcome to the Daily DLP. I'm your host, Ash Thompson. Today, I'm going to give you my immediate reaction to the Lions lost to the Chicago Bears. Let's get it on. Okay, so this was a bad loss. Jared Goff was 20 of 35 for 161 yards. That is 4.6 yards per pass attempt on the day, which is lower than their rushing yards per attempt. For some reason, they stopped running the ball. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dave Montgomery didn't really play after halftime, so it might just be that they didn't want to run Jameer Gibbs into the ground, which, if you lost both of those guys for an extended period of time, would be very bad for the overall prognosis of the Lions. But in that second half, the running game basically just disappeared. They couldn't really get as much going as they had in the first half when Gibbs's yards per carry was significantly higher. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown had his second... I don't know if I want to say bad without looking at the All-22, but his second unproductive week in a row. Though there were a number of fourth-quarter passes where he was open and Goff just did not get him the ball. Not sure how long that's going to play well with that wide receiver room. Uh, Sam Laporta was also invisible for most of the day. Uh, and Donovan Peoples-Jones had more receptions than Jamison Williams on the day. Basically, the Bears, a few weeks ago, gave the NFL a template for beating the Lions. They just couldn't hold together at the end. The Lions came back from down two scores with four minutes left in the fourth quarter and won that game. The Lions had no business winning against the Bears three weeks ago. They just didn't. Uh, the only real difference between that game and this game was those fourth quarter heroics that just this week did not materialize. So in the last four games, that's a quarter of a season, Jared Goff has been involved in nine turnovers. And that is not how you win football games. Like, the Lions couldn't hit anything today but screen passes. I hate everything about this game. Earlier in the year, I talked about how long-term the Lions needed to get their passing game out of the trapezoid. That's within five yards of the line of scrimmage or in the middle of the field. If a team can't complete anything outside of that area, middle of the field within 15 yards, I should say. And if a team can't complete anything outside of that area, their passing game is just too easy for defenses to stop because you can load the box for the run and then your guys who are in the box for the run just move backward and they're in the way of your passes. That's what the Bears did. Like the the Lions today had a few passes outside of that area, but nothing particularly inspiring and, and definitely nothing remotely consistent and they didn't go after it very often like looking at Jared Goff's passing chart after the game on next gen stats from from the NFL a few throws outside the trapezoid that he did complete were, were basically right on the edge of it like there was nothing deep down the sideline or deep up the middle like there just was nothing the whole offense was happening within 20 yards of the line of scrimmage and in the middle of the field or much shorter than that. Like he completed one pass over 15 yards in the air today. He completed one pass out to the outside thirds of the field over seven yards. Like 
passing offense is operating inside a box, and that box is shaped vaguely like a trapezoid. His one TD pass to Reynolds was in the middle third of the field at 12 yards deep. And that, relative to the rest of what happened, looked like a deep pass. I was surprised it was that short, honestly, but looking at it, that is where that ball was completed. So if you're listening along at home, this is going to be a little bit boring. If you're, if you're watching, bring up in a second window the, uh, the, the NFL's next generation stats and pull up that chart from Goff. You can see the shape I'm talking about. It's clearly drawn. But how does it compare to the charts from other players? Let's look at uh, Trevor Lawrence's from today. There's much wider variety of ball placement. Like his is basically a 30-yard square. And this wasn't even a particularly good day for Lawrence. Like he had three picks today to go with his three touchdowns. And you can make the, different, the, the argument that he has a different offense and a different mix of receivers. And I don't know if I agree with that. Like, I think you're kind of wrong about why that's happening. Uh, it's because the offense is calling plays to go to other parts of the field. But he's spreading the ball around to different guys in different parts of the field. And right now, Goff is laser-focused on short, middle passes. But if it is the offense, though, like, let's look at Bryce Young. He has zero deep threats. He has nobody worth throwing to outside. Like, Adam Thielen is his best receiver. And other than that, he has just a complete lack of talent around him. But the Panthers are still pushing the ball outside of the trapezoid because you have to, to keep the trapezoid open. He completed 13 passes today, Bryce Young. And one-third of them were outside of that area. So he's as effective out there as he is. Like the trapezoid is most of the field that you're going to throw to, but you have to go outside it or they just cover it. How about Joe Flacco? If we're going to look at uh, bad quarterbacks on bad offenses. Like, without actually going in and counting them, his, his has as many inside, outside the trapezoid as there are inside the trapezoid. Justin Fields today actually had more outside the trapezoid than inside it, but a lot of that is because he was throwing on the run, which we'll get to later. Uh, Lamar Jackson, generally about 50-50. The guys with charts like Jared and Goff this week are guys like Derek Carr and Bailey Zappi. And... Like, man, the Lions are in a bad spot on this one as far as this season goes because their best players, the ones who have chemistry with Jared Goff, those receivers play into this exact same problem. Like, the Lions quarterback loves short throws in the middle of the field, and Amon Ross St. Brown thrives on short throws in the middle of the field. But today, again, two receptions because they did a pretty good job of closing that off. Sam Laporta. Also does the bulk of his work where from the tight end spot? Short throws in the middle of the field. That's the answer to that question. Although he did a really good job on that fullback run today. That, that was something that was pretty cool the Lions did. Uh, Lions other most dangerous players, Jameer Gibbs. And when he gets the ball in the passing game, it's within five yards of the line of scrimmage. Usually behind it. And then you got Jameson Williams, who runs really fast, and he does get open deep, but he has absolutely no chemistry with Jared Goff because he can't seem to even just run in a straight line on a go route. 
Like there's a plethora of reasons that this is not working, but I think we can conclusively say right now that this relationship between Jamison Williams and Jared Goff is not working. Like on the balance of the season, Jared Goff has been an above average quarterback on the year. This is just a bad game and we're all being very reactionary about it. But it's been a while since we saw this offense really do well. Like the offensive line has been injured, but they were injured all year. Like this week, they were starting their right guard two as their center and someone who had never played right guard before at any level of football at right guard. And they were facing Matt Eberflus, who like the Bears, since he took over their defensive play calling and traded for sweat, have not been the terrible team that they were to open the year. And I think it is important to recognize that when we're looking at this win, like the Bears in their last nine games are five and four. They had an awful start. Since that awful start, they've been winning games. Like I said before the game, this is not the Bears team that I was mocking and laughing at after four weeks. This is a very different team. They are 3-1 and one in their last four games. The Bears are on a heater. Like, it's a little too late for their playoff hopes, but they're a team I would want no part of in the event that they did manage to get to 9-8, and eight, which they still can, and squeak into a wild card spot. No part of that. Like, to the people who have been standing over Justin Fields' supposed grave, how are you feeling about that right now? 223 in the air, another 58 on the ground. Touchdowns in the air and on the ground again. And that's, he, like, he only has two halfway decent receivers and one who could, like, one who would start for the Lions in DJ Moore. Like we need at least one wide receiver upgrade in the upcoming season, coming season, possibly two, in the off season. That is, like, if Jared Goff keeps playing not so great, and he goes into the off season with twenty six touchdowns and thirteen interceptions, like, what do you do with that? That's the nightmare scenario where he just, bleh. <laughs> not all that good. Like, because that two to one touchdown to interception ratio is is important. It matters. You have that's that's a minimum, but that would be the minimum. And that's he's at twenty one and eight right now, or twenty one and ten after today. Sorry. So he's he's above the two to one threshold, but just barely hanging on to that. So if he keeps playing like this, at the end of the year, he might not be. Where do you go from there? Like, the Lions defense hasn't been losing them games. Like, they haven't been great. Like, you can't say that they've been winning them games, because they definitely have not. But they haven't been losing them games. It's the same middle-of-the-road unit they've been the entire time. The offensive performance change is the reason for the difference in our perception of how the Lions are playing right now versus the beginning of the year. Like, I'm super tired of our defensive line always coming up just short of making the play, but it was nice to see them getting pressure today. The problem is the pressure isn't how you beat Fields, it's coverage. In the end, like I said, this was a bad loss. The Lions didn't score a point outside the second quarter. It was also the only quarter in which they did not allow a point from the 
I said before the game we'd see which of these two teams took the new information that their opponent had given them a few weeks ago and adjusted to it better. Sadly, it was pretty clear it was the Bears. I can't do around the division until after the Monday night game, and that's too late for it to go out Tuesday morning, so I'll be doing playoff scenarios as much as I can do that without knowing the results of the Packers game Monday night. See you then. Let's bring it here together. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Lions on three. One, two, three. Yes! You've had enough of that shit.